Welcome to Healthy Roots with Amethyst Health, where we're all about exploring the root cause of our disease, illness, conditions and symptoms, finding ways to support our body, mind and soul through these situations to live a healthier, happy life. My ethos is simple, health and happiness. Welcome to our conversation series. Hello and welcome. I'm Margaret and today I'm going to be speaking with Jacqueline Daly. Jacqueline is Director of Services at the East Galway and Midlands Cancer Support Centre for the past 12 years. She is also a healing touch therapist both at the centre and her own private practice. Jacqueline shares with us today all of what cancer support means to her both in her life and through the evolving of the centre that she runs. She's married to Michael and they have a wonderful son, Seamus. Their life and family motto is to live it to the fullest and to enjoy every part of it with an open and grateful heart. I am so honoured that Jacqueline has taken the time out of her busy schedule to sit and chat with us today. I hope you receive what you need from our conversation. Hello Jacqueline and welcome to Healthy Roots with Amethyst Health. I am so blessed and delighted to have you join me and honoured because I know you're a very busy woman. How are you doing? I am fantastic and getting better. Good, and good. thank you very much Margaret, really, really pleased to have the opportunity to talk with you. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, absolutely. I'm just dying for everybody else to know what you do and where you're based. You're based in Ballinasloe, but what it is you do, who you are, Jacqueline, the essence of Jacqueline Daly, who is it and what you um, share with people. Okay, well, I'm a complimentary therapist. Um, I mostly do healing touch. So there's about eight of us qualified in the country and we're governed by a holistic nurses organization in the States. Um, but I am the Director of Services for East Galway Midlands Cancer Support Centre here in Banalasloe. So before COVID, we would see about 200 people a week. Wow. Um, we're now, I suppose, we've about 50 people coming through now, again, because things are very different. But yeah. we've continued to support people the whole way through. We've gone from one counsellor in March to four counsellors now. We've continued wow. with our transport for people in Chicago for the radiotherapy. The thing that really makes me sad is that we can no longer have lunch around the table with everybody when they come back off the bus. But yeah, I'm confident that, those days will come again. They will. They will come back, Jacqueline. And it is that thing of when you, I would presume when one comes back from having a treatment, um, like radium or chemo or any of the treatments that it's so nice to be able to sit around a table with like-minded people to be supported and just know that it isn't I'm just going home now and I have to deal with things that you can talk openly whether it be a chat and I know there's always laughs when you're around or whether it is to get to the you know to the root of something that they may be worried about or even just having that warm bowl of soup um, that they receive when they get there. So I do hope as well that, that those days will come back and they will. Um, you've been in the centre and director of services for over 10 years, Jacqueline, is that right? Uh, we're going for about 12 years. 
12 so, years yeah ago. you've done amazing work from even I know you're always adding on you're always raising funds to be able to add on you've an amazing gym there um and in that gym you provide loads of workshops non-covid times obviously but yes. you provide yeah. lots of different workshops that it allows um cancer patients and their family in to receive the support they need in that caring and loving and open environment that is so important um and in the center itself you have many as you said you've like counselors in um now and up from march from one back up to four and you've so many therapists that come through your center though jacqueline as well which is amazing Oh, absolutely. Um, totally blessed that every day we have such amazing people who are happy to give their time. Yeah. So we do a whole host of different complementary therapies. And it's lovely that we're supported by uh, Port Yonkta Hospital and by UCHG. We would get, I suppose, 95, 97% of our referrals would come through the oncology departments. Um, and it's really lovely that you can have complementary therapies on one side and medicine, traditional medicine would say on the other side and working hand yeah. in hand and they work beautifully together. And they do. And they're essential for each other as well, Jacqueline, that 100%. we all know we we need we need the medical intervention at times in our lives or the medical treatment but also we need to support our body through that and our mind and our spirits so it's fantastic to have that support and you have everything there from counselors to body work Absolutely. to energy work yeah. you know it's amazing can i ask you Jacqueline um how has cancer impacted on your own personal life if that's okay to ask oh of course um I was diagnosed in 2014, no, 2004, oh my God, um, with malignant melanoma. Shortly after that, my brother was diagnosed with, or actually at the time he was sick, he had colon cancer and was very, very ill. Yes. Um, so I was full-time care for my mom at the time and no way did she need to know that there was another one of us with cancer. So yeah. I didn't really speak about my cancer um very few people knew um mom passed then in 2008 and in 2009 uh, my husband mike was diagnosed with prostate cancer wow so that um and i suppose it was then that i started to deal with your own with my own actually i went to give blood and thought I was a great girl and the nurse called me to one side Jacqueline thought she was skipping the queue but she said you can no longer give blood you've had cancer and that was the first time I cried and I cried mm. and I cried yeah such a blow yeah 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 but um but it's out of it's amazing Jacqueline how because your mom and we tend to do this because we talk about my own mom as well who's 84 with our moms we tend to hold these things back because we don't want to worry them yeah and in fact, that inhibits our own healing as well. Oh, um, I've learned that lesson. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it crazy mm. how? But but then that's what makes us the people that we are, isn't it? That we know we know this now, and we can help other people see this. So from from that moment of the the blood, um, not being able to give blood, and that blow, was that the opening for you? Do you feel that when? Oh God, I have to deal with this now. Yeah, and I suppose I dealt with it by you know, really opened my heart up to the fact that like, I'm not the only one out there. And there's so many people who don't have support, who spend their time protecting their family and not saying out loud, you know, this is really crap. 
um, you know, it's horrible. And I see it here every day. People say, oh, should there's people worse off than me? It doesn't matter yeah. about them. It matters about you. Yeah. And through that as well, we started um, realizing that the effect that a cancer diagnosis can have on children, and I'm talking about young children. And again, yes. you have the mammies and the daddies saying, oh, we won't tell them and protect them. But you're not because they're going to hear about it at school or they know there's something wrong when you stop whispering when they come into the room. Yeah. So we run a fantastic program here called Climb, and it's for children between the age of five and 12 who have a significant adult in their life with a cancer diagnosis. And remember, children only hear about people who die from cancer, not from those who, yeah. who, who survive. survive. And this is a, and a six week program done through art and drama and amazing wow. and supported by Ladies Football. That's what funds it. Brilliant. And and actually getting to the root as well, Jacqueline, as you said, we talk about things from our elderly parents to young kids and sh 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 they shouldn't know, but it impacts them. It impacts us. Whereas, as you said, if you're bringing it out to this way that they can express it in different ways and you're showing them that people do survive you know, this this disease yes. and that there is another side to it. There, There's always different, many different. We know it's not just two sides. There's multiple sides to it. So it's fantastic that you're going in at that such a young age um, and being able to help them through that. How can people support that, Jacqueline? You know, if, say, something somebody like me who... Um, in what way can I step up to help in that area of things? If we have people listening and they want to help, how do this? How do they get help? Do you mean help in the in the centre itself here? In the in the centre or with those programs where you know they might have that thing where okay, kids is a big area for them and they'd like to support kids through that. Do can they donate money? Can they give of their time? You know, or in the in the therapy rooms themselves, what way does that work? Well, as I said, ladies football, actually, um, they fundraise and they pay. There's a lady who comes over from England and she does the training. And um, Fantastic. so they cover all of that. It's amazing. So if ever you want to give something to ladies football who, who do that would be fantastic. And of course, we're not funded here ourselves. So we we are dependent on donations. So we're always really grateful for if anybody wants to do a, a fundraiser, if anybody wants to put five euros in, in the donation box, fantastic. Um, Great. And then we have um, like different therapists who will come and say, look, it, I, I can give you three months and I will come once a week for three months. And, you know, the one to give that. That's great. Uh, we have other people yeah. who make commitments for longer. So, you know, th there's great power in people helping each other. Um, yeah. Absolutely. There's another program we do as well, which is called, and again, same, the same ladies football paid for the training and it's writing for the future. And I'm actually working with somebody at the minute who um, doesn't have very long left. And I'm, I'm helping this person, you know, write letters. You can even turn it into a book form for family Beautiful. members left. And I mean, it's such a privilege and an honour to be able to to hold that space for somebody. But you have to be such a strong person too, Jacqueline, to hold that space um, because 
it, I find when we hold that space for people, it brings up our own stuff as well. So, you know, you're a strong lady to be able to do that. You're you're always busy. You're always working, um, you know, not only in the centre, but you're out. You were out in Brussels and in Europe. You know, you're always thinking ahead and thinking forward and sitting with somebody now and helping them to to go through this, that they have something for their family when they leave this physical world. It's honourable, but it's an amazing thing to be able to do too, Jacqueline. I will. I won't say I don't cry. I don't cry in front of them. And sometimes it's very, very hard. Um, And if a tear falls, I wouldn't stop it because it's why would I hide emotion? I'm like they're completely open in their heart. Um, And it really is an honour. And as you say, you do end up some of your own stuff comes up again. And I think I've learned at this stage, you can't close the door on it. You need to deal with it. No. And how do you use healing touch uh, either with those people, with your clients or in your own life? How do you apply the healing touch methods? Oh, healing touch is part of everything I do every day. Um, And it is very much about being connected um, to my heart and everything I do. I'm very conscious that every morning, Whatever I do, I do for my heart. If it's even just making a cup of tea from somebody, it comes from my heart. And yes. it has to be for the highest good for them, the highest good for me. Um, and just spending time. I spend time every day being so grateful for so many blessings Beautiful. that I get. I mean, everybody that comes through that door brings a blessing with them. And it's beautiful to be open and to be able to see that, Jacqueline. And even in the small amount you've given us about your life and what's going on, that you can still see blessings. You can still be grateful for it and have gratitude for life and the blessings that are still coming into your life. Absolutely. And I think, you know what, the day that you lose focus on that, then that's the day I need to walk away. Yeah, it's true. Because if, if we have an open heart and a grateful heart, everything flows it doesn't mean we don't hit challenges we certainly hit challenges but it makes us see it differently um and it flows better and we can sit with it and go right this challenge will too pass but i just have to keep looking forward you know and keep keep the positive um and and keep as you said an open heart and a grateful heart absolutely and like that you spoke there about europe i'm still doing the work in europe um i'm a mighty woman now on teams and zoom Brilliant. I love it. Um, and it's amazing how much work has been done in Europe since last March. I And when you when you talk about the work in Europe, Jacqueline, can you give our listeners an idea of what's happening in Europe cancer wise and information wise and support wise? Yes. Well, I'm I'm on the board of an organization called ECPC, the European Cancer Patient uh, Coalition. And our motto is it's a patient organization with over 400 different organizations. Um, And our motto is nothing about us without us. So what we aim to do is to set up a Europe where everybody is equal, where everybody gets the treatment that they need. Um, It's funny, we can move butter and milk across borders and we've got a problem with with um, drugs. And essential drugs, yeah. um, and that has really come to the fore with um, COVID. That, like there was a shortages. We were lucky yeah. in Ireland, but there are countries in Europe. There was one a member a number of years ago, um, 
and he brought the Romanian government to the European Court of Human Rights. The government had not improved any of the, of the oncology drugs in over six years. So we had oh we God. had governments getting very rich and nice fat pockets, but cancer patients were really getting not getting the best treatment. And our our yeah. philosophy is everybody deserves the same right across. If we've got the same um, level field for trade, well, we should have the same thing for health. We should, and and why should somebody? Um, suffer at the hands of somebody getting fat and rich you know that it, everybody deserves this treatment no matter who you are and if that's the best treatment for you then you should be able to to get it and it goes in our own country as well as right across Europe right across Absolutely. the world it, it's amazing work that you do Jacqueline how how do you keep that fire going in your belly and and what makes you feel inspired to keep you going Oh, it's very simple. When you see somebody come in here and to the centre, they're almost on their knees. And, you know, just by giving a little bit of time, the most precious thing we can give to anybody, giving them a safe space. And when they start to find their feet again, it's like looking at a flower opening up. And it is just the most lovely thing. And that when you know you can make a difference and it doesn't matter how, how small but you can make a difference yeah. and just give them the encouragement to put one foot in front of the other. It's beautiful. And it's, as you said, it's simple, but yet it's so important that each and every person feels that I, I feel a tear coming to my eye, just the emotion of somebody not being able to have that help that you offer with such love and care from each of the volunteers, from each of the staff in the centre, that if somebody else that, doesn't receive that and they're affected in their lives because of the way that they're treated you know each and every person should should be able to have that um as well all that love and all that support that you offer absolutely Jacqueline if you were to talk to your 18 year old self or maybe there's a, um, a different age that you go back to what would you tell her what would I tell her oh well I would probably say <laughs> Don't pay any heed to what Sister Jared had said. <laughs> you are actually a bright person. You're well capable of achieving whatever you want to achieve. Um, and don't let anybody take your light. Beautiful and powerful. And isn't it amazing how, I, I presume that was a, t a teacher, Sister Jared? Well, she was a it? person. <laughs> a person. She I, was a I, teacher. I presume that Okay, I presume that person, uh, you know, took that light, dampened that light. But because we know Jacqueline as she is today, that um, that wouldn't happen no. now. But I, I suppose her doing that, though, Jacqueline, uh, propelled you forward as well to show her, show, show her who you really are, are and what you're made it's of. It's funny, quite often, because there's Linda, um, one of the volunteers here. We went to school together and she often says, well, if Sister Jarrett only saw you now. <laughs> she wouldn't be saying what she no. said Jacqueline I remember I was in the center in the center one day and uh, you handed me one of the boobs that you use one of the breasts oh, yes. I should say uh, to show how to to um, find the lumps and I was so surprised 
how firm I had to press to feel the little granules or a lump and actually how it felt. So is there any tip that you can give to our listeners um, in what, and I know there's so much out there. I mean, hello, I'm 43 years of age, a female, and I would have always checked. But at the same time, when I held that, I was like, oh, my God, I've been checking wrong all these years. And it's how it's the firmness. I couldn't believe the firmness I had to press down to find that and to feel that. Is there any tip you can give people that are listening to us um, to help yes. with that? Um, actually get to know what your breast looks like. So use the mirror. Okay. Um, and if there's any dimpling, uh, like orange skin, any changes in the skin color, be aware of it. And some of us have lumpy breasts. So every time you touch it, oh, Jesus, there's a lump. Um, but yeah. again, the easiest place to do is actually in the shower um, and with plenty of soap because you can, you know, your hand yeah. will glide. And it's the flat of your of your fingers, not not the tips of your fingers um, and working yeah from right up under your armpit people forget to go under your armpit and right across mm-hmm. into the nipple feel all around the nipple to see if there's any changes but it's it's really important just to know what is right for you, for you. For and you. again pick the same yeah. time same time of the month because our breasts change yeah. all the time great thank you Jacqueline and, and like that I was aware of that that you know depending on your hormone level as well it changes so even knowing do it at the same time every month also use the mirror check what your your breast looks like um and using the shower gel and going from armpit right to nipple and and knowing how it feels yeah. using the flat of your hand there yeah. they're all and from the collarbone down because... right like rice you know that whole area okay. and the right. other thing is don't forget yeah. men men can get breast cancer as well Yes. And, and that's why I specifically said to tell our listeners yeah. and people, because we do forget, you know, that there is a pectoralis yes. on a man as well, that muscle. And it's so important that we're all yes. aware of it. So a little bit of trivia. What's your favorite season? Uh, probably autumn. Autumn. And is that because of the colors or the hibernation color. the or color. color? Beautiful beautiful and if you were going to recommend your favorite book and it could be from childhood or it could be one you're reading now and it doesn't have to be to do what you work in what would be your recommendation for somebody to read okay uh watermelon by and the reason i loved it we were living in australia i was reading it by marion keys of course i was reading at about 12 o'clock at night and i was laughing out loud I woke Mike up and he said, what are you laughing at? And I started reading it four o'clock in the morning. I was still howling, laughing and reading the book to Mike. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so not just to yourself, that's definitely going Absolutely. on the Christmas list. Water- the watermelon. Yes. I love it. And Jacqueline, what's your most cherished item or moment? Oh, at the moment Seamus was born. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. This is your son. Yes. Yeah. Oh, amazing. And what are you most grateful for right now in your life? Family. Family. I love it. Absolutely. Family are everything. Absolutely. Um, and again, the gift, because as you know, the Seamus is adopted. We have an open adoption. We've kept in contact with, um, with, with his family in New Zealand. We were there at his birth and that was the best 
gift anybody could ever have given us. And oh, it's precious, yeah, very, absolutely. very precious. And what ages, Seamus, now tell uh, us? My baby's 28. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because we're talking about him as if he's like a little, like a little toddler. And queen and guy. Three, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> <I> love, it. <laughs> love it. Long may he be absolutely. happy Jacqueline, is there anything that you would have liked to share with us or that I should have asked, but I just don't know enough to ask? Um. No, I don't think so. I think you know me pretty well. Okay. I love it. And where um, we talked about the East Galway and Midlands Cancer Support Centre. That's where our listeners can look up more about you, more about the centre, what's offered there. And do you have a page of your own for your healing or you just do it through the centre uh, right I now? I do it through the centre right now, but I actually do work from home as well. Um, and... I don't you actually have a page, but I will do that in 2021. Love it. Well, we'll pop once you have it. I will go back onto this podcast and I'll put your details on it so people will be able Thank to contact you. you. But in the meantime, they can check out more about your work on the East Galway and Midlands Cancer Support Centre. So uh, is there anything you'd like to ask me, Jacqueline? Have you got the lot of numbers? Yes, I'll give them to you after the show. <laughs> I just got them Thank this you. morning. <laughs> Actually, well, I would like to know what makes you tick. What makes me tick? Uh, health and happiness. As I say, my ethos is health and happiness. And what makes me tick is to get to that root cause of it. Uh, what takes me, makes me tick in a bad way, as in I get frustrated, is when somebody puts a plaster over something and it just uh, festers and gets worse rather than getting to the root cause of it and going right. And even if it takes to, that you have to go to more people, specialists, doctors, uh, practitioners, whatever it is, Jacqueline, even if it means that we have to propel forward, we should have the support to do that and not have to fight the way all the time. So it sounds like I'm a bit passionate about that. But my whole thing would be get to the root cause of it because then you can treat it medically, functionally, holistically, um, dietary, everything. Whereas otherwise, you're kind of just paddling a canoe and I won't finish <laughs> the rest of that. Life. Yeah. You know, so to me, that's what makes me tick. It's like, let's get to the root of it. And I guess that's why I call this podcast healthy roots because let's get and I'm going at it from all different aspects to get to the root cause um, of what's going on in our lives and it's not just about the physicality it's emotional it's spiritual and it's everything we've been talking about Jacqueline you know in how you support people in how you supported yourself in how you realized you know where you could have changed but the challenge was there for a exactly. reason um, so as with all my guests, my final question to you is, what does health and happiness mean to you, Jacqueline Daly? Okay, health and happiness to me. Um, I think it all comes in one, doesn't it? It all just comes yeah. in one. It's a package. Love it. Health and happiness Absolutely. is your package. It comes with compost. <laughs> it comes from your heart. It comes from within. <laughs> 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 
Kathleen, thank you so, so much for joining me on our podcast, The Conversation Series. It's been great chatting and just finding out more about you, what you do, and making people more aware of what's going on in um, the cancer area, things where we're all like, oh, afraid to talk about it. Um, afraid to go there that it is something that happens and if we can support each and everybody through that um, more people would be, be happier so, and healthier absolutely. in themselves could I could I shout out my um, mobile number there if anybody needed any help of course okay, yes, okay. Shout 087 Thank you, Jacqueline. And I'll also put that on the podcast details for everybody and they'll be able to contact you on your mobile or pop onto the East Galway and Midlands Cancer Support Centre, which they'll get online. Jacqueline, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today and especially thank you so much Jacqueline for taking the time out of your schedule to sit and chat with an open heart and mind sharing some of your story and what you do at the Cancer Support Centre. It's so important that we have this awareness in our lives now. We may have a family member or a friend going through it. We may be going through cancer ourselves. And it's so important that we all know what is out there, the availability of these support systems for us and for those that we love. If any of the topics that we brought up today affect you, please do contact your local cancer support centre or the East Galway and Midlands Cancer Support Centre. If there's something you feel you can offer to your local cancer support centre or to the East Galway one, please do contact them. They always need our help and support. Thank you so much for taking the time for liking, sharing, commenting and even rating my podcast. I really appreciate it. I look forward to connecting with you on our next episode. To find out more about what I do here at Amethyst Health, pop over to my website, amethysthealth.ie. Health and happiness.